guys. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Spoken Thought Podcast. I'm Oladele Emmanuel, the host and producer on Spoken Thought Podcast. And so far on the podcast, we've been talking about the life of a woman, which is a series running exclusively on this podcast. And we've been discussing so many topics like the resilient woman, we've been talking about I am every woman who've talked about women in leadership with and so many other topics. And once again, we are bringing again a topic so peculiar to women, a topic in which is not always talked about. And today we'll be talking about my mental health as a woman, my mental health as a woman. And to talk about this, to to discuss more on this topic with us here on Spoken for Podcast, I have with me Ijoma Agu. Ijoma is a counseling psychologist, a mental health enthusiast, and a content marketer. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Ijoma. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here this morning. All right. And we are really glad also. We are really glad. Okay, now, looking at the issue of mental health, what has your experience been in your journey in the field of counseling, psychology, and mental health advocacy? All right, thank you very much. Um, My experience, it's been an awesome experience for me, you know, owing to the fact that mental health is not something that is really vocal in Nigeria. I'm saying this in the Nigerian context. You know how there are a whole lot of things that are going on and there are a lot of um, issues being discussed. But one of the integral issues that should be discussed in the first place, being that mental health is being sidelined, is being neglected. So finding myself in this field has been an amazing experience for me. You know, because every day you see a lot of people having different challenges. Some might be new, some might be the regular things you get to hear every day. And 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 sometimes it's not just an experience for me, it's an avenue to learn. Because every day I learn about new things, I learn about new things that affect people, how it affects them, even those that I wasn't really opportune to learn about in a classroom setting i get to learn them in a practical setting and that's amazing for me also um this journey has been a fulfilling one for me you know and it seems like someone looks up to you for a certain kind of solution and you're able to give out that solution it's fulfilling for me and other times it's emotional you know when it seems like there's a problem here and you don't know how to go about it you're so confused about it you know sometimes it just weighs you down it just weighs me down it just weighs everyone down and so being in this field doing the little things i can do to to foster human existence in a more comfortable and adjusted way it's it's really a plus for me i think i like being a counseling psychologist thank you very much <laughs> I, I, I think I, I can see that the way the passion that you put towards this is a really admirable one All right so um you said being in the field of counseling psychology and mental health advocacy that looking at how it affects people emotionally you know where there are so many issues which people are looking for answers to so and, and I think in mental like in me- mental health now we, there, there are a lot of issues now that we we want answers to and we have some their answers to them but just 
just for our audience what are some real mental health issues okay some real mental health issues okay truth is um there are a whole lot of mental health issues a whole lot so much that you don't even know yeah and it's it's it surpasses the the normal um the normal anxiety you get to see some examples include psychosis when you when you when it seems like you're switching off from reality okay there is obsessive compulsive disorder ocd there is bipolar disorders there is anxiety there is the formal syndrome formal syndrome meaning fear of missing out for those peeps that are really into social media you know it feels like anxiety sort of because at some point it increases or it degenerates to anxiety but the thing called formal syndrome you have anorexia nervosa the eating disorders most times we don't even know there's a thing like eating disorder but there is a thing like eating disorder there is anorexia there is bulimia there is being eating you know there are stress disorders there are post-traumatic stress disorders there's the regular one depression you know every other person in, in the nigerian contest have gone through one or more stages of depression you know there are the other ones like borderline personality disorders there are a whole lot of mental health disorders there is the adh there are a whole lot so many of them but let's just leave it at here for now <laughs> yeah there, there are a whole lot and i think i'm learning new things especially on this episode because the the famosa disorder that you said i i <laughs> i never knew there was a name for it i used to i used to know there was a a, a disorder like that but i never knew there was a name for it oh, wow that's a nice that's learning i'm learning also now um looking at how the society um approaches mental health in regards to women how does the society affect their mental health how does society affect the mental health of women? You know, truth is, um, this is a whole new topic on its own. Because, I'm, you know, I'm actually saying this in Nigerian context because we are Nigerians and we live in Nigeria. Um, mm. It's actually, we're in a patriarchal society where it seems like, you. I know you would have heard the it's a man's world slang here. Yeah? Where it seems like yeah. everything men do can fly, but things women do don't fly. You get when you're saying it's a man's world, are you neglecting the women? The women that are hearing you say it's a man's world is a man's world, brother. How do you expect them to feel? Do you get that? Women are taught in the Nigerian context to be conservative rather than assertive. And truth is, in any healthy situation, in any healthy environment you need a blend of assertiveness and a blend of being conservative to thrive so if what you teach your women is to be conservative and not assertive why wouldn't they feel stifled they feel like their voices are being um muffled or they feel like they can't express themselves and this goes a long way to affect their mental health women have to do with so many things so many kind of pressures for instance marital pressures you're in an abusive relationship with your husband or you have to be the burden of the family and you're not doing well for yourself or you're in a situation whereby you have to do with acculturation acculturation means um a situation whereby 
for instance, an Igbo lady gets married to a Yoruba lady, and so she has to deal with trying to get um trying to get conversant with the culture, the tradition, the food, everything. That's a whole lot of stress on her mental health already. And if she now gets married to men, let's say a man that is not understanding or a family that is not understanding, does the pressure, stress on her alone is already a huge one, which goes a long way to affect her mental health. A lot of women feel pressured from their different developmental stages, from childbearing, child rearing, pregnancy, family management, all in one, just one woman. Worst case scenario, she has a job, so she has to go to work, come back, take care of the family, rinse and repeat, wake up by 4 a.m., cook, make sure the family is in order, children go to school, she goes to work, husband goes to work, then she has to go to the market, come back. Do you understand that cycle? Like, the stress level alone is alarming. And one of the biggest way your mental health is being affected is if your physical bodies are being affected. And when you're stressed, what happens? You're being affected and it goes straight to your mental health. Okay, you're in a relationship where you're being mentally assaulted. And because you're a woman and you're not allowed to be assertive, you're not allowed to be ahead you want you're, you're allowed to be seen as our normal african mothers will tell you that a lady is to be is to be seen and not heard and so you're in an abusive relationship but you're trying not to be hurt because of course you don't want them to tag you as the bad person you don't want them to tag you as um the one that the, your mother did not raise you well you don't want them to give you some certain nasty um, um they don't you don't want them to 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 to, to um what was the word? You don't want them to see you in a certain negative way. And so you try to swallow up everything. And from day in, day out, your mental health degenerates. And you think it's fine because you don't want to be the bad person. You don't want to be a nag. You don't want to be the talkative. You don't want to be excessive. Every day, women go through one or more stages of mental health disorder. Okay, would you talk about depression? Apart from the whole thing that they have to go through, and maybe after having babies and all that and they have to go through the postpartum depression so every day this society affects women and their mental health and nobody is doing anything about it and that's a problem let me stop here mm. wow it's indeed a problem <laughs> and, and you you briefly mentioned depression and i think it's a thing of note to for us to focus on that at least for now you know, looking at out of all the other mental health uh, issues, because I feel like depression is most common in Nigeria and especially to women. Some other health issues, mental health issues are maybe common, not that common, sorry, to depression. So I think it's important for us to focus on that, like you've just briefly mentioned. And be just, you know, some people might be suffering depression and might not know that they are indeed suffering depression. So, how, what is depression? What is depression? All right, it's a very simple one. Okay, before I go ahead, depression is not sadness. You know how normal Nigerians will feel normal about certain things. There is traffic. Yeah. Um, there is you don't have money in your pocket, and you suddenly say, "I'm depressed." It doesn't work like that. Depression is deeper than just saying I'm depressed. You need to be 
certified as depressed by a clinical psychologist before you can come out to say i am depressed okay so depression in very simple terms is a mood disorder it disorder your mood that gives you this persistent feeling of sadness you're always sad it gives you a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest in anything you don't have interest in everything it affects the way you feel the way you think the way you behave do you understand and it leads you into various kind of physical and, and emotional problems when you're depressed you don't think well when you're depressed you don't feel well when you're depressed you're just here but you're not here most times it seems like the person is um absent-minded most of the times so that's what typically what depression might look like you know so it's not up to you to figure out if you see these symptoms and one thing about depression is you know i said it's basically it affects your physical outlook here and we need to understand that we are we are temperamented in different ways there are people that are extroverted there are people that are introverted so most times the way depression would affect an extroverted person might not be the way it would affect an introverted person the way depression would affect a woman might not be the way it would affect i don't know if you're following what i'm saying yeah yeah that's it basically I think I think that reminds me of a quick story I would like to share. Uh, so one of my colleagues uh, in was telling me recently that uh, she while in school while in university studying she fell into depression in her last year, and it was not because of her, her final papers. Well, she couldn't pinpoint what caused that. Now she literally almost slit her hand with a knife. Like it was a friend who saved her. And she said she called her mom to tell her how she was feeling, but the mom was like, your boss is too much, is it? Most people believe you, you know? So I was wondering, do you think we, we focus, do you think we, um, we does it, do you think we um, address this issue a lot? Like, we just, some, do you think we just brush it or do we address it well enough? You know, like her mother told her, is it must it be only her always a problem is too much so do you think we address the issue of depression that well in nigeria you know truth is as i earlier said the men- mental health as a whole is being sidelined in nigeria now talk about depression nobody nobody really pays serious attention to these things Okay, I'm sorry to divert a little. I, I was watching, I don't know if you've seen this video. It's actually on the on the gram, it's everywhere. Of a man that I think he was on Ted Menland Bridge. I don't know if you've seen it. And they were like, ah, Baba, don't jump, Baba, don't jump, Baba, don't jump. And they and the man was struggling to jump, and they were like, Don't jump, please don't jump. Nobody was doing anything factual to be able to save that man until the man jumped into the water and they started crying. And so every day depression leads people to do so many unspeakable things people self-harm people die by suicide people do things that you cannot think of just to feel better because at this point you don't feel anything now we as nigerians are not even helping because a blind cannot lead a blind person a blind person cannot lead a blind person i can't be giving you solutions to depression when i don't even know what depression is so i might be giving you telling you symptoms I might be telling them I have symptoms of depression. I'm passing through certain things, and you feel like this girl. Be like, say she complained too much. That kind of thing. You know how the Nigerian mentality would always come up, or they'd be like, you know what? I think you need to see a pastor. 
nobody really knows that it's a serious problem and it's, it needs serious attention at some point i was speaking to one of my younger sister my younger sister i noticed some things and i was like would you want to speak to a therapist because i noticed that i don't i'm not comfortable with some things you do and she goes no i'm not suicidal i'm like so you think that before you'll be able to speak to a therapist you have to be suicidal nobody's saying anything about mental health in nigeria and it's a problem for a society like nigeria for a country like nigeria that every day we see premium wahala if it's not that food is expensive it's that you can't get access to um health care if it's not access to health care is that you're going to go to lagos and spend hours on the streets of lagos before you can get to your house if it's not that it is that you don't have a job every day there are things that would consciously or subconsciously lead you into depression and nobody is doing anything about it to make sure that certain things are being kept or put in place to be able to curb this depression thing so my answer is no there are no there are, there is this there is there is a certain level of awareness that should be in nigeria concerning mental health issues especially depression that is not here and most times most people that are privileged enough to know that there's a, there, there are things called mental health disorders and there is, there's a thing called depression and when they seek certain help for them to be able to get help you find out that some of the private counselors will give you prizes that when you think about it you, you just go home and do it with depression by yourself mm-hmm. there are different ways to deal with depression yeah but as in the nigerian context there is nothing being done about this depression thing except some ngos they are trying their best to make sure that they salvage the situation but based on the nigerian society awareness information about mental health disorders information about depression ways to go about it trust me they are not doing enough so i wouldn't be surprised if the girl's mom says ah you complain a lot of course she's a girl and they might just say you know what as i said before you should be seen and not heard so the mother might carry the seen and not heard mentality to tell her that you know what just calm down or the mother might say you know what let's let's take it to god in prayers we need more practical solutions than taking it to God in prayers. We need more practical solutions than telling her to ah, keep quiet. What's, what's your problem? We need more practical solutions than, than, than giving her money. When you're depressed, they give you money. They do not give you money. The problem is still there. You don't feel anything. And it even gets worse if you start having suicidal ideations. Because all you just want to do is to go. You need to go. You need to go and find peace. Even though you're not sure of seeing the people, so you shall just want to go. And it's not, it can be taken care of. There are different stages of depression. It goes from mild to severe, right? It goes from the normal depression to you to start to you start to, to experience things like psychosis, bipolar disorders. So if the mild depression is not taken care of and it goes up to this other level. And the person dies by suicide, or the person the person wants to jump into the mainland beach, or jump off an electric pole, or stand in the middle of the road, or something, and we call the devil. Meanwhile, the little things we're supposed to do to put this in place, we did not do it. The Nigerian society lacks lacks sufficient information concerning mental health awareness. The Nigerian society lacks sufficient information con- 
um, um, about depression. And it's not supposed to be so at all. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you, in, in fact, I was hoping to ask you some causes of uh, depression and mental health issues generally but i think you you've um you've addressed so many issues you've addressed so many of them but just to quickly ask um what are some major con- misconceptions you know you said like uh, some people now that you know we, people when you tell a person that you need a therapist first thing the person will think like will think will say is that but no i'm not suicidal like you said so I think that's a misconception because you seeing a therapist doesn't doesn't mean you are suicidal. But what what are some major misconceptions around mental health issues? Okay, truth is, uh, truth is, seeing a mental health therapist should be like your normal going to the market to buy fruits. Should be like your normal going to the market to buy foodstuffs. It should be that relatable because you're a human being and and you're not in control of your thoughts so to say because you're not in control of your future you don't know what's happening tomorrow you, you understand life 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 issues will definitely happen and you need a mental health therapist to help you cushion the effect when it eventually happens because truth this is going to happen we are all living life though we pray that we, we sail through successfully but what if it's not successful and you face some situations? You need someone to help you to cushion that effect. And that's why your mental health therapist is coming. So most times people think that when you say, go and see a mental health therapist, they'll be like, ah, do you think I'm mad or something? At some point, it's not just about the, the counseling psychologist or the mental health therapist because it goes beyond that. Most times, if the situation can't be handled by a mental health therapist, you're referred to a medical doctor, Right? Maybe sometimes you get antidepressants, um, drugs, and all that. Sometimes you're you're referred to a psychiatrist, and we all know that the psychiatrist deals with people that are not mentally balanced in their brain. Meanwhile, the mental health therapist deals with people that are not mentally balanced in their minds. So if mm. I say, "Oh, go and meet it, go and meet a psychiatrist," and you now be like, "Ha, I don't understand." So, the major misconception most times is you're feeling like ah, it's the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. It's just a normal thing. Just come and have a chit chat. Let's see. Let's see what's up with you. People think that it has to be. It has to be in the in the in the psych. You have to be so mentally depressed, so depressed that you're now in the psychosis phase before you can now go and seek help. It doesn't have to be like that. So people think that once you say go and see a therapist, it means that you're mad or you're losing it. No. And sometimes you just need to see a psychiatrist because of regular routine checkups and just for them to have their contribution to something. It doesn't mean anything. It's just like going to the hospital to complain that you have fever. Come to us. Let's just have a chit chat. While talking to a therapist, you might be able to find out, or he might, because he's a professional, he might be able to find out um looming um um disorders that might affect you in the future and just from there you're able to start working towards adjusting towards it or dealing with it so you don't have to do you get what i mean so these misconceptions have to stop going to see a mental health therapist doesn't mean you're suicidal going to see a mental health therapist doesn't mean you're mad 
some people don't some people don't understand what it is we do as a mental health therapist. They'll be like, is she a doctor? Is she what, what are you? Do you work at the hospital? The ignorance level is high when it comes to mental health in Nigeria. And we need to start addressing these things ASAP. Because it's causing serious problems for us, especially our young people, the young Gen Z adults coming up. When you listen to them talk and act, you know that all of you, you know that at least in a class of 10, all of them need a therapist standing close to them because they are losing it. And they don't even know anything about mental health, their mental health, and it's a problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is indeed a problem, and there's, there are a lot of misconceptions. <laughs> I, I think our culture too affects us in a way, you know, like the lady I gave an example of the mother was like, this is too much though. just just find something else to do you understand, like, the culture in a way affects us now, you, you mentioned that you mentioned that a person going through uh, depression or some other mental health issues that such a person might, might just feel like let it go, let, let, me, find, let me just find peace and let me get off this, this uh, issue going on with me so can you say that mental health issues are more painful or excruciating than physical assaults? Are they? Actually, would I use the word painful? No, I wouldn't use the word painful. They are Traumatic. more detrimental. Exactly. And you know that um, um, it starts from from what, what's inside reflects to what's outside. So when you're able to manage your mental health issues, you might be able to salvage what will happen physically. So I would say they have an equal effect because your emotions work with your physical being. If you're mm. having a headache, it shows on your body, right? It shows on your mood. You might start squinting. You might become, um, you might have um, an increased temperature. Same thing with if your mind is disturbed, you're withdrawn, you lose appetite, you want to stay by yourself. So it works hand in hand. I don't think more there is, there is when you put it on, a, on, 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 when you weigh it, I don't think there is more that can affect you. I think it, it, they work hand in hand so they affect you equally. If you're depressed, you don't eat. And if you don't eat, you're hungry. I don't know if you're trying to if you understand what I'm trying to relate here. Yeah. So I'll say that your mental health is, is actually is actually going to be very detrimental to your physical health. The same thing that's mm. the same way that some of the physical things you do might be detrimental to your mental health. For instance, you're leading a lifestyle that you don't exercise. You don't exercise, right? It's a physical thing. But it's affecting your mental health. You're 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 not you're not you're not eating properly. Just like I said, anorexia nervosa. You're not eating properly. Eating is a physical thing, but it's affecting your mental health. And a whole lot of things like that. So I believe yeah. they work hand in hand. I I don't think I wouldn't want to say that one affects more than the other. Because these things are together. Okay, for instance, you're the champion of um, um, soda. You drink a whole lot of soda, a whole lot of soda, processed sugar, and all that. 
it affects your mental health one way or the other because at some point you become overweight and all and all, all those things that happen you know so i believe they work hand in hand though i stand to be corrected but from my perception and experience i believe they work hand in hand all right yeah okay i, I think i found reason in that and yeah I, I also was able to relate so many things and i think i subscribed to that all right so after we've discussed a lot of issues a lot of causes and so many effects of um, mental health issues how can we take practical steps to overcome them most especially as women so how we make practical steps to overcome mental health issues it's actually very simple it's actually very simple i would say that the way we 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 we, um take care of these issues depends on us as an individual depend on us as an individual but there are general ways to go about it number one is your lifestyle change a lifestyle change you know when you're depressed truth is you don't feel anything you feel like you're not good enough you're not accepted it feels like the best thing to do is to stay by yourself you don't want anybody to you don't want to be in anyone's business and you don't want anyone to be in your business you want to aggravate on the negative aspect of life you want to you want to sit down there thinking that okay it's over for me and all that but when you take a drastic decision on certain lifestyle changes i believe you'll be able to deal with depression for instance instead of sitting down every day and it's not it's not going to be as easy as i'm saying it you know that's what most people don't tell you it will be easy breaking thoughts from depression is one of the most difficult things that can happen to you but with constant effort and dedication some persistence and consistency you'll be able to be fine so you can start with lifestyle changes number one instead of sitting down to say that things are not working um i'm not good enough and all that why not try something else there are a lot of amazing opportunities online okay thank thank god for amazing people like you that put out some good podcasts out there there are there are podcasts that can help you with your mental health with your self-esteem with a whole lot of things why not decide to you know, say, you know what, instead of sitting down here and thinking about all the negative things that have happened to me, why not go on YouTube and listen to one good podcast? Or why not go to Spotify and listen to one good podcast that will help me build on my personality, that will help me build on my self-esteem? If you're having financial issues, why not go and listen to people that have had those issues and see how they're able to solve their problems and see if it's something you can adapt into that will work for you? These are practical ways of changing your lifestyle, right? You can say instead of sitting down here and and feeding my spiritual and body on junks, because most times you just want to sit down and eat um, sweet food, sweets and all that. Why not go to the market and get vegetables and 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 good food and cook and feed your body? Why not do that? You know, instead of wanting to stay by yourself, why not go out to be if in as much as you want to be depressed? There's some people that genuinely care for you. There's some people that genuinely love you, and you know that. You know that. So why not try to relate more with those people? Why not try to go out with those supportive people? Give them a call. You can say, you know what? Every day I'll call one of my supportive friends, even if it's just one person. I will call this person every day. When you're depressed, people want to help you. It only depends on you. Are you willing to help yourself? 
Because if you're not willing to help yourself, nobody can help you. So are you willing to help yourself? If you're willing to help yourself, great. This is where people can help you. So you can say, okay, you know what? I'll put out the call. I used to have a client. Um, I'm sorry, I need to diverge a bit. So this client, um, she had some issues growing up and it really affected her self-esteem. She was depressed at all times. And I took extra time, extra time making sure that instead of speaking to her for the one hour 30 minutes i usually do i would always extend it by two hours three hours on my account it was a gradual process and i loved every bit of it because from always crying she was able to smile she was able to talk more and all that but at some point i noticed that no matter how much i tried to help her she didn't want to be helped because every day i'll try to say why not change your mindset instead of thinking like this why not try like this and today she thinks like this and tomorrow she relapses it doesn't happen like under a snap of a finger it doesn't work that way here yeah? it's a conscious effort but you have to be you have to make up your mind to make that conscious effort and that was where i had the issue with her because she didn't do that so we, it seems like we take two steps forward and 20 steps backwards and so it continued like that and i, I, I had to tell madam you know what i think i have to drop you until you're ready to work with me then we can work together because if people are not ready to adjust to these things, no matter what you do, they will still be there. There's a therapy called um, CBT. Um, what's it called? Your um, behavioral restructuring, sorry, you know, to restructure your behavior. Now, if, if I'm trying to give you or put in conscious effort to help you restructure your behavior and you're not interested, this lifestyle change would not occur. So you as a person need to be willing to do that. You need to be willing to go out and take a brisk walk in the evening. It might just be from your house to your street. Trust me, as you're walking from your house to your street, you'll see something that will make you smile. Even if you don't, at least while you're, you're, you're absent-minded, you're walking, you're receiving fresh air, you're also exercising. So are you willing to take this mind um, lifestyle change? That's the, the first and most important aspect. The second aspect is, are you willing to seek professional help? You know, as I told you before, it can depression can go from mild to very severe. Sometimes it goes from having to see a therapist to having to go to a doctor because you need to be given drugs to be to, to take. And when I say drugs, I don't mean drugs that would drugs that would um, slow you down. Or not. I mean actual tablets. There are so many antidepressants and i really can't say because i'm not a medical professional but when you go to the doctor they know what to give you okay so are you willing to speak to a medical personnel are you willing to speak to a therapist of which you should be able to do that when you speak to a therapist say what your problem is you know most times you're you're having therapy you're having you pay for you book a therapy section and you want to just come and stay at the counselor and you know by default counselors are not expected to coerce you into talking so it is what you tell me i work with so most times you want to come and sit down and lie or you want to come and sit down and i will beg you to please talk to me and it seems you don't want to talk you don't want to talk most times you might have a full section and the person is not willing to say anything reasonable that can help you so if you're willing to seek therapy which is a very very good approach be able to do that and be ready to cooperate with a therapist for them to be able to find your solution. And most times, your therapists have to your therapists have to um, um, 
reference you, you know, um, transfer your beggar pardon to more professionals if they say that they cannot handle your situation. So most times, if you need to go to a psychiatrist or go to a doctor, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean there is anything special that is wrong with you. It just means that you need extra care. So those things shouldn't scare you off. And as I will always say, the, the most important one is be with people that are intentional about you. Be with people that are intentional about you, people that lift your spirit, people that want to see you grow, people that know that, okay, this person might be passing through some trying times and we just need to lean, give a shoulder to lean on. Be with friends that will ask you, okay, how are you feeling today? Did you see your therapist? Okay, are you willing to share and all that? Most times, you don't want to divulge because it's very confidential. But sometimes, as a friend or as someone that has supportive friends, you know how we easily tell our friends some things, yeah? Be with those people that, that are intentional about seeing you get better. Those friends are calling and say, oh, hi, what's up? Have you gone for your section? Those kind of friends, hang out with them. Hang out with them. Go to the mm. movies with them. Go to the beach with them. Go to the go and go and, go and sip and paint. Go and do funny things. We only live once. So I think with this approach, you'll be able to deal with this um depression thing. All right. Uh, thank you so much. You've you've actually highlighted so many steps in which a person can take. But I think the most important of it all is uh, one being ready, one being ready to help oneself. And yeah, it, so it starts from our determination to be better. Well, it has been such uh, uh, in the expository and eye-opening conversation with you, Joma. And so so happy to do this with you. Thank you so much for 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 being here today. Thank you thank you you're amazing and i'm i'm really really impressed with this with people like you we have hope we have a lot of hope that a lot of people get to hear about these issues and pay more attention with it so i really appreciate you thank you for being amazing yeah thank you so much and we hope we also hope that people do get better in every aspect of their lives and all right, guys, that will be a wrap on this session with Ijoma Agu on Spoken Thought Podcast. And we've been talking about my mental health as a woman. And to also to listen to some other topics of this series, you can always check up our episode library and pick up one or two topics and listen to them. And we hope that each by following each other and by doing this, we will grow together. All right, guys, if you would like to send us your messages or you would like to contribute to the podcast or comment or send your reviews to us. If you also like to connect with our guests for today, you can always check us on Instagram at SpokenFault underscore podcast, on Facebook, SpokenFault podcast, and our email, SpokenFaultPod at gmail.com. And if you like to message me directly as the host, you can always check me on WhatsApp plus 2348102837626 and on LinkedIn, Emmanuel Oladele. Thank you so much for doing this with us today, guys. I hope you have a lovely day and take care of yourself. Bye.